like, oh man, think about all the things that I got to do to this website. And you know, I'm a, I'm a salesperson. I'm, I'm an insurance mm -hmm. agent. I'm not a, a website designer. I mean, I, how many times have you heard that from an agent? The Great Independent Podcast, powered by Pacific Crest Insurance, where independent insurance agents and industry leaders talk about the highs and lows of starting and running a successful agency. Learn the common trends and struggles of independent insurance agents. Go to PacificCrestInsurance.com for more on how to be a successful independent insurance agent. This week's episode of The Great Independent, Marcus and I are joined by Laird Rixford, president of ITC. ITC is a company that offers many services focused around helping independent insurance agents start, build, and maintain successful websites. Having been in the industry since the mid-90s, Laird and his team have perfected and simplified the process of online and automated marketing for thousands of agents. We also discuss how independent agents can generate more leads and see more agency growth from having good online presence. Laird has some great insight on how to create content consistently that fits an agent's naturally busy schedule. Take a listen and enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of The Great Independent, powered by Pacific Crest. This week we are really happy to be joined by Laird Rixford, who is the president of ITC. And Pacific Crest has had uh, a really great relationship with ITC over the years in helping agents get their website started for their agency, uh, maintaining their website, and then taking it to the next level, making sure that everything is just really dialed in from SEO to um, you know just all their automated um, back-end systems. So really happy to have you, Laird. How's it going? It's going great. I, I appreciate the opportunity to join you today. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Um, so I guess why don't we get right into it. Um, give me a little bit of a background on, on kind of uh, what your history is with ITC and, um, and kind of what systems you've helped put in place for agents. Yeah, um, I've got a very interesting story about my story with ITC. Is I actually started at ITC when I was 19 years old as the network administrator. So I helped set up all the networks and uh, got us connected to the Internet. This is back in 96, whenever the Internet was just getting going. I actually helped create ITC's first website. You can go to archive.org and check that out. It's uh, pretty shameful, but it, I think it was pretty good for 1996. That's that's pretty awesome origin story right there. Yeah, and then so uh, after, you know, I worked at ITC until 2001, and then I left and I started my own business where I assisted agents uh, in creating websites and doing their marketing. And it was a, a really enlightening process because for years, uh, people f uh, like ITC and Vertifor and Applied and uh, whomever were always out there creating agency management systems or comparative raters out in the marketplace. And really, a lot of agents were really starting to get really good with those types of systems. And I noticed that a lot of agencies were not good about their marketing. 
And that is what insurance is, is we're selling someone else's product, so we need to be marketing it and pushing it. And so with that realization, I realized that we need to start creating websites for agents. Now, I had a whole bunch of agencies uh, from my, my time at ITC, and I started talking to them, and they all wanted the same websites, the same features, and all of that. So I created, and I had my team create the Insurance Website Builder product, which is what you guys offer to your agent base. And that allows us to really set up agency websites quickly and allow the agents to move on from the, the process of creating a website and really focus on the things that really matter is getting, you know, finding, retaining, and bringing in those uh, clients and consumers into the agency because that's what matters. Often I go give speeches anywhere um, in the industry and I ask this question, who wants a better rater? Everybody, you know, a couple hands go up. Who wants a better management system? A few more hands go up. Who wants more leads? Everybody puts up both their hands and says, me, me, me. So that's what we really need. Every business needs leads. Everybody needs new business coming in the door, and every business needs to find better ways to retain that business. And that's exactly what I saw a need in the market. And then in 2008, to continue that uh, origin story, uh, 2008, ITC purchased my company, and uh, since then, we've, we've made sure that we've really focused on perpetuating the um, agency market because that is extremely important to ITC and the industry as a whole. So finding ways to make sure that we continue to grow agents and grow their, their lead pipeline as well as give them the tools to market their agencies now and into the future is really where we, we see ourselves today. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, obviously, you know, you talk about lead generation is always the, the number one thing for insurance agents. Um, and, you know, I don't think a lot of agents really realize the, you know, the huge upside to having a good online presence. Um, you know, see so often a lot of the insurance industries uh, still kind of lagging behind, but um, with a tool like this, uh, you know, it just makes it so much easier. Uh, what can you dive into? Um, you know, some more of the services of uh, what you guys do that can kind of take these websites to the next level and, and maybe generate those extra leads that some of their competition isn't able to. Yeah, the the one the real beauty of this platform is that it gives agencies the ability to stand up a website. But every one of our customer, we have over three thousand agencies that use our platform, and every one of our customers is actually hosted with the same code base. So back in the late two thousand tens, whenever mobile websites became the thing, we added it to every single agency website overnight when schema data was all overnight. Whenever Google has an algorithm change, we're able to update all of our customer sites overnight with that change, and then that, that trickles down and applies everything to other agencies. That is a very important part that you as an agency does not do not have to worry about, oh, well, there's this new update from Google that I've got to change this and that. Oh, they're now requiring schema data to show up on the uh, knowledge graph of Google. It's really allowing you to say, okay, my website is here, and now I can focus on the other things. Why I say that, and I, I never want to devalue what the website a website can do for an agency. It is absolutely If you look at something like Geico, Progressive, State Farm, any of those guys, 
None of them give their phone number anymore. I'm talking about every medium that is out there, billboards, web ads, uh, TV ads, radio ads, whatever it is, none of them give out their phone number anymore. It's always just their web address. And that is because a website is the core part of your marketing. Every piece of your marketing, from email marketing to billboards to newspapers to, heck, even yellow pages if you're still doing it, are going to really funnel back to your website because that the website allows you to operate 24/7. So it's important that an agency has a website um, because it gives them it gives their consumers insight into their agency, who they are, what they offer, why they offer it, and how they can help that client um, make sure that they've made themselves a a good financial base uh, and, and give them the protection that they need going forward. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's the first place that anybody nowadays goes to kind of learn more information, right? Uh, I mean, in the past, before the internet, you know, the only way to, to really learn about a business uh, was to either, you know, ask the guy down the street or to actually call or, or go visit them, right? So now it's kind of in your face there for, like you said, 24-7, anytime you're looking to learn about somebody and, you know, you want to make sure that's up to speed so that they get the right feel for you. And if you don't have an, an up-to-date or an aesthetically pleasing site, then a lot of people kind of are ready to just, you know, hit the next guy down the road. Correct. There's, and the, the thing with Google is that whenever you do a Google search and Bing and Yahoo, whatever it may be, when you do one of those searches, you have 10 options right in your face at all times. So if you don't have a well-written, good-looking, a very heavy call-to-action website right there for them, they're going to bounce, and then they're going to go to your competitor. And that's a, that's a very important thing is that right now it is, it's still difficult for the progressives and the Geico's and the state farms and the big captives to actually um, really hit up a good local presence. And by having a website that is driven to a local presence really allows you to hyper-focus in your area. And you can rank really well with your website even on a local level. And if you are local and you have a local area that you really go after, your website can be hyper-focused on that local level, and it can grow as you need it to grow. You could start with your city. You could then start with your metropolitan area. Then you can start moving on to your state, and then you can go national. So it allows you to grow, but there is absolute opportunity for you to rank really well on the web on search engines. And make sh making sure, as you uh, clearly pointed out, that having a great web presence is critical because once you get clicked on, you don't want them clicking away. Yeah, and, you know, I think uh, maybe if we can back it up just a couple of steps and, you know, touch a little bit more on SEO, you know, search engine optimization for uh, those that aren't familiar. Um, you know, you guys do a great job with uh, you know, like you said, not worrying about what that Google algorithm is, you know, constantly changing and, and you know, what it is today, what it's going to be tomorrow and, um, you know, how that affects where you're going to turn up when people are looking for a solution in their area. So what are, you know, what are kind of some of those things that ITC does that are going to make sure that um, an agent's site is staying, um, you know, within the first few uh, search results? 
Uh, yes. As I previously mentioned, the, the website is by default um, highly search engine optimized or SEO optimized. And the, what that allows you to do is, is to focus not on the little minutia that comes up with um, having to maintain a site and all the little you know, H1 tags, title tags, meta tags, uh, the, you know, cross-site linking. All that stuff is really done for you by the product. But what that does is that it gives agents the ability to either have someone or to do themselves is the real key to SEO today is by continually creating fresh and unique content. That's what Google wants. That's what Bing wants. They want new and updated content on a regular basis coming out of your website. So by having a well-optimized website, it allows you to focus on putting out blog entries and newsletter entries and, and all of that to really drive the content portion of your website. And that's one thing that we really help out on is that we have plans where we can actually write your blog entries for you, uh, unique uh, blog entries just for you. We're not sharing them. We don't share them with other people. It gives you the ability to have that fresh, unique content on your website. But as you know, anybody would say is if you updated your website, you did a lot of hard work today. You put out 15 blog entries over the last week, and you're really rocking. Well, Google's going to take notice, and they're going to keep coming back, and they're going, oh, wow, this site's got fresh content. We're always up here updating it, and we need to get here. But then if you stop, then that's where you can really um, hurt yourself because Google goes, oh, this website's dead. There's nothing new here. I don't have to keep coming back here. And Google will stop going back there because of that. And so that is why it's critical that you either invest the time uh, to do your own SEO and do your own content or hire a firm to actually do that content and SEO work for you because it's not really uh, – it's more of a marathon versus a sprint. You're always working. You're always going. It's a long goal, and you're always working towards that ultimate goal, and that is to make sure that you maintain yourself on the top of the search engines. I think that's probably the uh, a really good point to kind of drive home right now, right? Because, you know, quite frankly, when you're looking at it from a, a business owner's perspective and you look at a new agency starting up, let's just say, to use that as an example, You've got an agent that's, you know, financially um, strapped, living on a shoestring budget, and they're wearing a lot of hats. They're the chief cook and the bottle washer. What I usually hear from agents is, I don't have time. You know, I don't have time to, to do all of these things in my agency. Um, if it's not a revenue-generating activity, immediately, it's, it's almost uh, taking a back seat in most cases. So, in other words, if they're not actually quoting, then everything else just kind of falls off and, and becomes uh, unnecessary at the, to, you know, to them. Um, mm -hmm. So, can you kind of explain to our listeners who, who might be starting a scratch agency, um, you know, living on a shoestring budget, what that might look like if they were to try and just kind of dip their toes in those waters and have somebody like you know your firm or any other firm quite frankly and what it might look like um, on a week-to-week -week basis to try and keep relevant on the search engines 
Yeah, the the first thing is to know your audience. Um, that that's always going to be the first part of this. Who are you trying to reach, and why you're trying to reach it? Then it's finding a website provider that can um, that has a striated plans for you that you can pick. Well, I don't need this feature. I need this feature, and allows you to really drill down to the best plan for your offering. And then at that point, once you have your base, you're ready to go, that's when you start going, okay, building the content, is you're exactly right. It is either time or money. You're either going to take the time to do it yourself or you're going to pay someone to do it for you. And one of the things that I often like to say is that it really doesn't take a lot of time. Um, it really is an hour a week. If you just schedule one hour a week to write a very small blog entry or to update just a couple pages on your website with questions that uh, your consumers regularly have. It doesn't take that much time. I've actually had a lot of uh, startup agencies that are just starting out uh, come into the office on a Saturday for an hour and just no distractions. They just go at it. They write a small little blog entry. And blog entries don't have to be long. They can be two or three paragraphs. Uh, some of the best performing uh, blog entries that we see across our platform are really answers to questions that agents regularly get asked. Do I really need uninsured motorist uh, coverage? Uh, do I need to add on this, uh, you know, what, this certain endorsement to my homeowner's policy? These are real questions that age, uh, consumers are always asking because they're looking at their um, – they, they want to take control of their insurance buying. You see that day in and day out. And there's questions that they have that need to be answered. And if your website answers them, it really drives other people to say, oh, they're answering this question. Maybe I'll use them as an agency. So it's not these long, sprawling blog entries that you might read. There are a lot of times just very straightforward and to the point. Right. So now, if that, let me kind of barge in there for just a second, Larry. Yeah. I like what you said there because – what you're explaining to our listeners um, is something that they probably weren't really aware of because I guess I just take, uh, take it for granted that we all know these things, right? But not everybody does. And so when you tell somebody, well, you need to, you know, be, you need to be doing all this activity on your website in order to stay relevant to the search engines, um, I guess it's easy for somebody's mind to just kind of get blown. I mean, they're, they're, they, they, it's easy to kind of get carried away and think, oh man, think about all the things that I got to do to this website. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a salesperson. I'm, I'm an insurance mm -hmm. agent. I'm not a, a website designer. I mean, I, how many times have you heard that from an agent, right? I mean, correct all the time. And, and it's true, right? It's just true. So what you've done is you've really simplified it just in your explanation right now, which is, Hey, look, it can be very simple, quick um, information, updates an hour a week if you just structure that in your business plan you'll see huge rewards from it absolutely okay and you know the the content strategy then the the next part of that content strategy is why content is the key it's the focus it's the it's the center of your marketing strategy and this is why is that when you have that little piece of content 
you simply put it, then it can be, you put it on your blog, but then you can reuse it. You can put it on social media. You can share it on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. You can, if it's a commercial question, share it on LinkedIn. If it's a personal one, share it on uh, Twitter or Facebook. Those are, you know, the, the start of that. Then whenever you're doing an email newsletter, include it in that newsletter. And really that one piece of content can be sourced across your, your, your marketing mediums. Um, and then eventually it even drives itself to answer questions for, as I mentioned, other, uh, other clients and consumers that are not with your agency that are looking to research their policy and they go, you know what, this Pacific Crest agency here, they can really um, help me because they're trying to help me. They're making that comment out there. So having that one hour a week where you write just something small it will uh, pay rewards and dividends, not only getting you well-ranked on the website, on search engines, but also give you content fodder for your email newsletters, uh, your, your social media, and, and so on and so forth. I think it's also a good point to just, uh, a good thing to just kind of point out that you don't always have to be the, um, you don't always have to be the pioneer. Right, so you don't have to come up with this um, creative content on your own all the time. There's a lot of content out there that you can. Um, I, I don't want to say that you plagiarize it, but you share it, right? You share it and, and disseminate it out through your resources um, to your, you know, viewers or, or so to you know, so to speak. Um, there's really good relevant content out there on a lot of other platforms that would be easy to utilize and you could just kind of make it your own. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, you definitely don't want to plagiarize it, but you can take inspiration from it. Right. That's, Most definitely. That's, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and take the inspiration or freely share it. Say, I, you know, and this is if you have a great article that just sums up your point perfectly, write a one paragraph summation of that article and what your thoughts and why it's important, and then share the full article and properly cite it, provide a backlink. That's going to that's gonna make the, uh, the author happy because you're sharing their content, but it's put your spin on it, your unique agency spin, your history, your knowledge. Um, a lot of agents in the industry are extremely knowledgeable about the industry and they want to convey that knowledge and whenever you're taking someone else's piece and providing your opinion on it it really adds legs to it and it allows you to kind of uh, take inspiration from that content i think the biggest piece of this too to just kind of wrap it up and put a bow on it is you know be the expert in your industry right um, you know, it's a similar approach that we take here, um, and, you know, I kind of mentioned it earlier, just answer the questions that people have out there. Uh, you know, I don't think, you know, some folks realize when others are searching on the internet, they're just looking to have questions answered. And if your name keeps popping up over and over and you give, you know, that unique approach um, or, or answer to, to their question, they're, you know, at the end of the day, going to come to you and, and trust you for for other questions and, and hopefully their business. Be be their trusted advisor. I mean, that's what you got into insurance for in, in the beginning, anyways. You know, you wanted to help people, you wanted to provide a service and, and protect them with, you know, a good quality product. That's the whole point, right? So, uh, 
make an effort to be their trusted advisor and educate yourself and then disseminate that information off through, you know, a resource like your website or, you know, share it on all the social media platforms. There is a, you know, the other thing about, you know, not having to be a pioneer, <clears throat> um, it's not easy being a pioneer, right? And a lot of people are afraid to be a copycat, but there's a lot of really good stuff going on out there that um, you can just kind of, like you said, take inspiration from it and make it your own. Uh, there's an agent here locally that I really uh, admire his approach and what he does on his social media platform. And, and uh, you know, Zach and I have talked a little bit about maybe even trying to make take that idea and spin it and make it our own as well but he does this thing that's called gone in 60 seconds and it's a little brief video that he does he captures it on his computer camera and it's uh, less than 60 seconds he picks a topic once a week does a quick uh, brief discussion on the topic of why you might need renter's insurance or why it might be important that you have flood insurance or something like that and and uh, it's it's over in 60 seconds and he, he dumps it onto his website, he dumps it onto his social media platforms, and it's, it's done. And he literally spends, you know, maybe five minutes putting it out there and recording it every single week. And um, I look forward to every single week watching what he's going to talk about. Every, you know, it's only 60 seconds long, so he's got my attention for at least 60 seconds. That's that's exactly uh, what we're talking about. Is it's sometimes the smallest, easiest ideas that are um, able to really make something happen, and it's um, you know really uh, from what it sounds like, it's that's just part of the sales pitch. That's the sixty-second coffee shop sales pitch that he would give if someone goes, if he's standing in line at Starbucks, and he's just replicating that. And he, what he's doing is he's a stellar salesperson. I'm probably going to venture to guess. He's a stellar salesperson, and what he's doing is he's extending his ability to sell by taking his sales process, his sales cycle, his sales ideas onto a different medium that can be shared. Just think about it. If someone takes that content and they like it what he shared on Facebook, and then they share that content, then he's all of a sudden now all the way across through other, you know, now he's, he's showing up elsewhere in other people's feed. Yeah, so that's viral, really important. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. It never really, you know, one thing on that is never really try to go viral, let viral happen on its own. If you try to force viral, otherwise just let the sharing community do its work. Right. Keep it simple. Right. And yeah, I said it earlier too, you know, a lot of the insurance industry is kind of lagging behind and he's just staying current with video video is everything right now um and again 60 seconds not high-tech equipment um you know and, and people love it and again it's easily shareable that's right um yeah and I'll, later, I'll tell you one, right now podcast. i'll tell you one thing go ahead uh, one thing that I, you know, is kind of, it's a little bit older, but I can tell you absolutely works in the same right is email. Um, by having email that you are regularly sending emails to your clients, uh, we have multiple, uh, you know, stories and testimonials that when using our agency buzz product, which is an email marketing platform, every single time that someone sends out a mailing, they get product interest from one of their existing or prospective clients. And um, it's because 
it's the medium that a lot of people have. It shows up in there. And, you know, spam, it doesn't need to be spammy, but it needs to be informative and it needs to be there. And so that's a, you know, video is the new, the new email, but now we're starting to drive into email still works. It works really well. And to your point, the story is um, one of our clients, one, every single month we included a recipe from just one of, our, one of our staff members, a really good recipe that everybody loves, cookies, brownies, whatever it may be. And we'd always include a recipe. Well, one month he had way too much content, and we had to drop off the recipe. He got a lot of responses on that email where people were going, where's the recipe? Where's the recipe? (laughs) (laughs) They didn't care about all the other information. They just wanted the recipe. Uh, That's funny. No, but you're you're right. You're you're absolutely right. There's, there's a lot to be said for just, um, you know, email marketing when it kind of first started out, it was all about, you know, um, just constantly blasting people with with spam and and trying to you know announce their presence and what it was that they had to offer and it was all about the the call to action by now by now but things you're right I still think the email definitely has a place um, and as long as you take a little bit more of a a softer approach which is really more or less just telling people about you and what it is that you do and and how you do it and um, informing people about the market that you're in and being the the educator so to speak the trusted advisor right the the specialist um, you don't have to ask for the sale it, it'll happen naturally over time so that when you do put in some type of a, you know a, an email that is asking for a call to action then it doesn't come across as abrasive and threatening when it when it happens and it's easy for them just to click on it and feel comfortable knowing that they're they're going to the right place correct yeah so there's a lot of cool ideas i mean i'm 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 a marketing guy kind of by you know just default and i'm always just you know brainstorming ideas and and i love to just spitball with people in the industry and see what everybody else is doing um so i love these types of kind of just brief conversations, just um, yeah. discussing ideas and whatnot. I, I love what you guys have to offer. I love the fact that you guys are, you know, trying to help generate activity for agents because, like you said in the beginning of this podcast, that's really all that matters. You know, at the end of the day, if you don't have activity, you don't have income, and then you're not in business. Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 I thank you for that. It's, uh, it's really fun to help and see agencies grow. And it's really neat to see what works for one agency uh, might not work for another. And um, whenever you are an agency and you are doing this and you are trying to grow from either being a startup or a well-established agency, it's there, marketing is about exper- uh, experimentation is seeing what works, what doesn't, measuring, setting goals, uh, reporting on those goals, uh, and then, you know, always changing and doing something new to see what works and what doesn't. Because what might work in Dallas, Texas might not work in Casper, Wyoming, you know. Yeah. And so that's, that's what we're always here to do. And what ITC really hopes to, that we can help agencies do is not worry about their technology, not worry about the websites or the email marketing platform underneath. 
really just focusing on let the agent focus on trying new things, trying new content strategies, finding new ways to get their name out there, and don't worry about the technology underneath. Yeah, and plus it's, you know, you guys are really making it cost efficient too. I mean, that's that's a huge deal for for agents. And I, Zach, what are we what are we charging right now with ITC websites? I think it's like nineteen ninety five a month, which is if they use if they use one of our templated websites that ITC ITC has built. Right, right, yeah, about twenty bucks a month. And that's for the basic website, you know. Then obviously, like what you said, Laird, they can choose to. Um, take off with it and do their own SEO or they can you know choose the a la carte options that you that you you know have to offer that if they don't want to spend the time they choose to spend the money they can you know pay you guys to to do the other heavy lifting that they don't want to do correct yeah I mean 20 bucks to have a really nice slick looking website that's already got all the stuff built into it like you guys have thought of it all, and that's why we chose to go with you to be to begin with. Is is that, you know, you, you guys had already thought of everything when it came to every form and every detail of the website was designed specifically around a you know a PNC agent's life. Correct, and it's because we really wanted to make sure that we have the right fit for your agents as they grow up or down. You know, as they grow bigger and bigger, they might actually receive their own um, internal marketing person that can do a lot of the work that we were doing, and then they can just, you know, it's really a flexible system, and we really appreciate the opportunity that you guys have given us to work with your your agents. It's it's been fun, and we've enjoyed it greatly. Yeah, it's been going on now for how long? What five? Five years? That is correct. Yeah, five years. Well, hey, Laird, uh, I know you're a busy guy. Um, we definitely appreciate your time uh, kind of dropping some knowledge on us on um, you know, what you guys have to offer and um, you know, how agents can kind of take their online marketing presence to, uh, to a new level. And um, you know, we have some information on our website about how you can get a hold of ITC, but um, you know, if you don't want to go there, Laird, how would uh, somebody get a hold of you guys to kind of uh, get this process started? Well, the, the first place is uh, getitc.com. It really details what the products are and what they include. Also, we have a lot of materials that uh, Pacific Crest, you guys could supply to your agents that gives our discounted pricing that we've provided and gives some of the unique value add items that we've added to your plans that makes your plan a little bit different and special. So that would be the first part. Um, you can always call us at 1-800-383-3482, and we'd be happy to help you well thanks so much Laird again and uh, thanks everybody for listening and we'll talk to you guys next time thanks for joining us this week on the great independent podcast check back every couple weeks for a new episode on a topic that can help you the insurance agent on everything from commissions to technology